Welcome to an enlightened hour of interactive talk. This is Guided Spirit Conversations with host Marla Goldberg. In this program, we spotlight guests from all over the globe who have helped others change their lives and will provide you with the tips, tools, and techniques that you need to help make a difference in your own life. Now, here is Marla Goldberg. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I've got an amazing guest for us today. And so, as you are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations, we are going to have a different kind of conversation, and the conversation is going to be about kindness. And my guest today, Stuart Jacobson, who is a speaker, author, musician, songwriter, sociologist, and a definite character, (laughs) his recent book is called Be Kind, Be Positive, and Read, which is targeted not just to children, but to children of all ages, including my age. Is no, that's the name of the show. Be kind, be positive, and read. The name of the book is I Like to Be Liked. Well, there you go. I'm totally 12, corrected. 12 things to do all of the time to be liked. Perfect. Thank you for interjecting and welcome, Stuart. I'm so sorry to uh, so no, no, that. Yeah. You are perfect. Absolutely perfect. Thank you. So, Stuart, let's do, I always like to start at the beginning. What was your road to getting into kindness and sociology and trying to spread the message of kindness? Well, it goes way, way, way back. Um, When I was in college, severely ADD, I didn't know what I was going to do in life. I was hanging out with my cousin, who was a law student, and with these wonderfully smart, intelligent uh, future attorneys. And to assimilate, I knew I had to do something a little bit different because I couldn't keep up with them academically. So I just became, I um, figured if you're a nice person and if you know a lot of stuff about little things, you will be able to assimilate, keep people entertained. And it kind of became a game uh, for me throughout my life. And I've just kind of... Um, Kind of made a career when I discovered that really all you need, we're all capable, not all of us are capable of being millionaires, but every one of us is capable of being successful. And uh, if you follow the three important rules, be kind, be positive, and read, you are going to be successful. So just for people's sake, I understand positive, I understand kind. I understand reading, but where does reading come into the big picture of everything? Because the more stuff you know, the more friends you're going to have because you're going to be able to engage more people. So whether it's, you know, if you're, you're you know, somebody pulls out change at a, at a Starbucks and you say, by the way, did you know there's 293 ways to make change for a dollar? And someone will look at you like, wow, you must be awfully smart. no. I just, you know, know a lot of stuff to start engaging in conversation and bring a smile to somebody, to bring a laugh, to bring happiness, and to engage in a conversation. And when you start, you find out so much about people. And then people want to then share that with others. It's so true. I I agree with you because especially when you show interest in somebody, you then you get to know them on their level. You know, asking them about who they are, what they like, their belief systems. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And it's so important. When my granddaughter was born, and and that's when the show was really, uh, I developed the show. She's now 11, going to be 12 years old. And as a baby, I said, I knew she would learn how to comb her hair and tie her shoe, but I wanted her to learn how to be kind, to be positive, and the importance of reading. And so when I would pick her up and I, we would walk into a, a Target, a Walmart, wherever we walked into, and I'd say to her, Eden, we are going to have so much fun. We're going to walk into this room and we're going to get to know everybody. She said, why? I said, because we're going to bring happiness into this room. And she learned at a very young age, you know, how to bring comfort because that's what it's all about. No matter what profession you're in, if you can bring comfort to people, people will gravitate towards you and they want to and they want to share that 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 comfort. It's true. 
Um, and it reminded me when you were saying that, that you were teaching your granddaughter that, it reminded me of the movie The Help. You know, yes. when, when Viola Davis was teaching her little one that, she, you know, that she was taking care of. You know, I'm smart, I'm important, and I can't remember the third one, but it fits in there. Right. right. I'm kind, I'm smart, I'm important. Because you can't... But you have to, you can't do it once in a while. No, you every- have to, you know... Yeah. You know, like with my book, you know, I like to be like the 12 things to do all of the time, which is the most important line in the book, all of the time to be like, because if you want to be a great violinist, what do you do? You practice. You want to be a great baseball player. You practice. If you want to be liked, you've got to practice and not on your terms, not when you feel like it. It's got to be 24-7. And, and if you consistently do it, it becomes so much fun because there's no greater medicine than watching people be light up, light up, light, light up. up. And what happens? You raise the vibe. And when Absolutely. people raise the vibe, you know, that's the law of attraction about staying at a higher vibration. And, you know, things meet you where you are. So if you're vibing high, guess what you're going to bring to you? High right. vibrational experiences and situations and people. Right, right, right. All works together. And it's a wonderful gift, and everyone is capable of doing it. Everyone has the ability. I do, in my, in my kids' motivational show, which is geared for K through 5, but now I'm doing corporate events uh, with the show because it's the same message. The, the language is a little different because you're dealing with young MBAs um, and, and, and adults. But the, the message is the same. And, um, you know, be kind, be positive, and read. You do not measure success by the square footage of your house. You measure success by the square footage of your heart. Okay? I Number love one. that. I need to write that down. Absolutely. That's a good one. It is. I, you know what? When I wasn't making a lot of money and I, I needed an excuse for my wife, you know, why don't you get a job? And which she never said to me because she knew I had the passion of doing what I was doing. I'd say, Marina, you don't measure success by the square footage of your house. You measure it by the square footage of your heart. You have to live by that rule. You have to live by it. And, um, and if you do, it's, you will eventually become a very wealthy man, not by your checking account, but by the, the security you feel about yourself and that you can do to others. And don't, well, look at when you make somebody else happy, you can't, but make yourself happy. Again, right. it goes with the rising vibe. You know, you feel good about yourself because you've put a smile on somebody else's face and putting a smile on somebody else's face puts a smile on your heart. Absolutely. It's inevitable. It works that way. Inevitable. Absolutely. I mean, just walking into a Starbucks, wherever you go, just saying good morning to somebody. Yes. Um, because most people don't say good morning to someone. No, they you don't. They don't, they don't look from their phone into your eyes. No, they don't. And then it's been, I've just been listening about all these restaurants and these places that are having um, like disconnect Tuesdays or something like that, where you come in, you put your phone and you have to, or reconnect Tuesdays, not disconnect, but you reconnect <clears throat> with the person you're dining with. No phone, no interruptions. And I like that. Um, though I'm guilty on occasion, my husband is guilty often. And it's like <laughs> I would love for him to put his phone to the side, you know, while we're ha- at least while we're having dinner. I understand business is business, but I like to be, you know, connected on, you know, as we're enjoying an hour and a half of wind down of the day. Wind down. I like that. Yeah. You know. and Wine. W-I-N-E. I like well, that. If I could have grapes, I would be participating in the W-I-N-E, but I do the T-E-Q-U-E-L. How do you spell tequila? (laughs) (laughs) I can't have grapes, so what I can't have is agave. There you go. (laughs) So he can wine, I can agave, and we'll be happy together. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Wasn't there a song? Wasn't there a song? The Turtles. Isn't it happy together? Oh, happy. Imagine me and you. I do. I think about you. That was a great tune. It was a great tune. And it really is pertinent for right now, right? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. In fact, so the book, to get back to the book, um, I like to be like, started as a song. And what what I, my my song, I kind of describe my show as Shel Silverstein meets Art Linkletter sung by Bob Dylan. It's a rock and roll show for kids um, with a, with the the message be kind, be positive, and read. And um, and so this this book started as a song I like to be like, and it has a, it just so happens I have a guitar, you know, right next right to me. And I'll do, so what I would do is with my granddaughter, I would just we'd be running around in the you know where I live, and I just would start a happy kind of lyric. And she would sing along with me. So I would go, I like to be liked. I like to be liked. I like to be liked all of the time. And then she would start singing with me. And then I would just kind of like, okay, what can I add to this song? So I would go, I like to be positive. I like to be happy, and I like to be kind all of the time, and I like to be helpful, it makes others cheerful, and I like to be thoughtful all of the time, and I would say, Edith, join in, and she would go, I like to be liked. I like to be liked. I like to be liked all of the time. And we'd go on and on and on. And and we'd have a song. And so when we would do, when she was two years old, and um, we would go to holiday family events, we would be the performers. And she would jump up on a table like Shirley Temple. Uh-huh. And and so then so so then I, when I started doing school shows, when she went to kindergarten, uh, she told the teacher about Stu, because that's what she calls me. Stu. You know, I don't <laughs> want to be called grandfather. You know, it's like, you know, what's next? You know? So, uh, so they said, hey, will Stu come to, you know, our class and perform? At that time, I wasn't doing, that was 11 years ago. I wasn't doing anything as far as I was doing corporate events as uh, doing fundraisers as an MC, And uh, I came to her school, did a few songs about being positive and being kind and reading, um, which turned into then a school assembly. And, and then other teachers started calling me, Hey, you, you performed at my friend's school. Can you come to my school and do your show? And what I found out is this particular song was the song I opened the show with. And the first question I would ask kids is, how many of you like to be liked? And of course, and I do this in my corporate events also. So whether they're 40, 50, 25 years old, how many of you like to be liked? Raise your hand. And everyone likes to be liked. And then I would follow up with how many of you go out of your way every single day to be liked? And 80% of the hands go down. So rule number one, okay, to be super human is you have to want to be liked. And and I would go into this song, I Like to Be Liked. And they would become my chorus. And then at the end of the song, I would ask how many people feel bold and brave and courageous to come up on the microphone, and sing the chorus by themselves. And the people that really were feeling the power at that moment got up. And they, with the microphone, I like to be liked, and their best Mick Jagger or Janis Joplin impression. <laughs> and I felt like a rock star knowing three chords. And, but, but it worked because um, they, they felt empowered by such simplicity. You know, because that's all it takes. Last week, I was in Clearwater Beach, Florida. I was doing a show. I'm involved in in um, uh, hospice. And hospice has a program called Camp, Camp Kangaroo, where kids who, between 5 and 10 years old who have lost an immediate 
parent, uh, aunt, uncle, and they're having, they're having a tough time coping with it. And um, so I was brought in and they, there were 20 kids and it was at the, it was at the, um, at the aquarium there in Florida, in Clearwater Beach, Florida. And I got there about an hour earlier than what I had to, to go on because my whole show is about hope and optimism. And I was watching these kids prior to my performance and they were, they were struggling. You know, the, the therapists were, you know, cry and, and be happy and, you know, trying to comfort. It was, it was an amazing experience. But so then it was my turn to get up and do my 40 minute presentation. And prior to my performance, they order the books and I do a book signing, but the, and my point will, it'll come around. Uh, the, all these kids, they're no longer kids at that point. One child, an eight-year-old, beautiful girl, eight years old. Her father shot the mother and then turned the gun on him. Oh, my goodness. Now she's parentless. Another girl, a nine-year-old girl, walked in after school to her home, and her aunt is just committed suicide hanging from, you know. So these are very profoundly severe uh, stories that will never be removed from one's soul, brain. So, so they're no longer kids. These are no longer kids. These are young adults. These are kids that have had severe adversity. And my message is, is all about being a superhero because we are all, I asked the kids, how many of you believe in superheroes? Everybody believes in superheroes. How many of you believe we are born with superhero powers? Okay. And, Stuart, let's hang on. Let's hang on right there. We need to take a break, but we're going to come back and we're going to finish more about Camp Camp Kangaroo and being a superhero. Thank you. Hang on, folks. We'll be right back. It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com It's quite common for people to wonder whether happiness is real or just an illusion. Yet we all have an inner voice that is telling us that we need to change. Where to begin? Start by taking time out of your schedule every week for Revelations and Wonders, Secrets to Life and Happiness with host Fabian Edju. There is a true beauty within your soul and happiness flows from inside. We'll help you find that new confidence within. Listen every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Broaden your mind. Open your heart for a greater understanding of how to express your pure and authentic nature. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Simron, author, publisher, and life mentor, broadens minds and opens hearts to a greater understanding of life, consciousness, and humanity. 1111 Talk Radio is every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 1111 Talk Radio. You are not on a journey. You are the journey. You are experience experiencing itself. Get ready for High Vibin' It with host Lindsay Robinson and Kelsey Aida. This is an all-new look at self-empowerment and lifestyle design. If you are still trying to figure out the law of attraction, spirituality, self-love, and more, we'll break it down for you. You can create the life of your dreams and own your power. Listen for High Vibin' It. We're live every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This will be one hour you will make time for. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call in to the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. 
Hello, everyone. Thank you for sticking around. I am speaking with Stuart Jacobson. Stuart is a speaker, author, musician, songwriter, sociologist, and I'm still going to say he's a character because he <laughs> is. And if you want to reach out to Stuart, you can email him at Stuart, S-T-U-A-R-T, at frozenlips.com. Or you can check out his website at the Stu Show, so T H E S T U S H O W dot com. And you can find him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and look for Stuart Jacobson or The Stu Show or Be Kind, Be Positive, and Read. So Stuart is the author of, okay, I messed up the name the last time, so you speak about your book. I like to be. Liked, I like to be liked. Things to do all of the time to be liked. You would think that book had would have been written many, 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 many years ago. It's so okay? simple in thought, right? It is such a simple thing, you know, because it is rule number one to be a happy, to have a happy life. You have to. It's our divine right. Right, exactly. But you have to want to do it, and you have to practice it all of the time. And this book by the way, is a, is a interactive book. So what happens is one side, it's interactive. So one of the rules, I like to be kind. What did you do today to be kind? I tell parents, um, spend 30 minutes for 30 days with your child in this book. And I guarantee you will save thousands of dollars in therapy later on in life because that's how simple it is. And, um, and all you have to do is follow it. And it's the 12 things to do. You've got to do it all of the time. And, um, and, that's, and, and that is success. That is uh, kid, self-esteem. There is such a major problem right now with kids. And we talked about self-esteem, it self-confidence. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And resiliency. And, They're not as resilient today as they used to be. Exactly. And parents will send their kids out and say, go do this, go practice that. And they'll never say, let's sit down and I'm going to teach you how to be light. Okay. Uh, They don't do that in schools. I go into these schools and they have signs that say, it's be kind week. But they don't practice what the be kind is. To me, I think, you know, in between arithmetic Social studies, there should be a course called they Be call Kind. It math now, Stuart. <laughs> well, I, you know, they don't call it arithmetic. You know, they, listen, there's a lot of things they don't call anymore. What they I'm teasing. I'm just but teasing. You're, you're absolutely right. Um, and, and you would think they would have a course, which is the most important course. Yes. And, and have homework and bring in speakers. These kids, when I come into these schools and I do these shows, the kids are so engaging. They're high-fiving me. They're hugging me after the show. I give them this beautiful certificate. Um, Let's see if I have one laying around here. A beautiful certificate that they've attended. Let's see if I have one. My show. Let's see. Um, A certificate of achievement. And that they've attended. And it's on really hard, thick stock because I want these kids to, to frame um, it. It's to beautiful. Frame it. Put yeah. their name in, and um, so and let me let me give, let me interrupt you one second. So yes. hold that up for me, Stuart. So as you know, we 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 record on Zoom, but this is a beautiful certificate. It is colorful. It has a rainbow. It is something that you'd want to put in a frame and hang up to remind yourself of going to this event. It's it's so powerful. Sorry right. to interrupt, but I wanted to share there with you. You know, Thank the you. audience. And the most important thing on it, it says, pass it on. Okay, so when I tell these kids, when I, before I close my show out, I say, kids, I need a huge, huge favor. I need you to help me pass this message on. So when you go home and you, you tell your moms and your dads and your brothers and your sisters and your neighbors, you know, that you attended this seminar today and that... Um, because we want safer and friendlier America. And bullying. Let's 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 address bullying because oh. bullying is a part of being unkind. It's the polar opposite of being kind. Yes. And these people, these these, and it's not just in children. There are many bullies who are adults, and there's no, in my opinion, there's no reason for it because 
What are you trying to do? Puff your chest out to show what? That you're not a nice person, you're not a good person, you know, just to get your way. And what does that do in the long run when your name turns into mud? Because when people talk about you, they don't talk about you in glowing ways. They talk about you in negative, not glowing ways. And why would you want that to happen for you? Right. Right. In fact, my my new book, which is, and I'll just give you once again from a song. I'm not going to do those on, but Nova, Nova, nobody likes bullies. They ruin a perfectly good day. Nobody smiles at bullies. And without a smile a day, your heart fades away. So don't be a bully. So... Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Simple. You know the the acronym uh, K-I-S-S? Yes. K-I-S-S. Keep it simple. Keep it simple, stupid. Well, let's say silly. Well, you know what? It's silly. We could. We could. Since they uh, they don't call math arithmetic or they don't call arithmetic, (laughs) we could change it. But the thing is, is it, it is all very basic. Okay, and and you don't it's have the foundation. to. It's the foundation right. of everything. And you have to have fun wanting to do it. You want to have a good time going out, reaching people, and bringing a smile to them. Okay, if you look at it like uh, and your mother says, be nice today. You know, you're going to Joey's 10th birthday party. It shouldn't be like that. Have a great time. Let's bring laughter to people. Let's bring happiness to people. And that's what it should be. It should be, it shouldn't be work. And let's take the shit out of it. Let's make it the way to be. And and only you can do it for yourself. Nobody can make you happy. Nobody can make you kind. Nobody can, you know, to do this because you have to have, you want to be kind. And here's the thing that's, it's systemic because I truly believe and I feel intuitively that so much is learned in the home. So are bullies taught by bully parents who were taught by bullied parents who were taught by bullied parents? Is it that kind of a cycle? So if it is, let's start switching the cycle at home too and working with the adults to not be bullies, to be kind, to be generous. You know, don't don't cut, you know, with the road rage and cutting people off. And so I as you know, I'm part-time in North Carolina and people just seem to drive like they're all NASCAR drivers. There's so many accidents down there because people just, you know, jut in, no turn signal, no this. It's not nice because it's going to hurt somebody physically or their automobile. Maybe they can't afford to get it fixed. Right. It's like that. It's it's systemic. Right, right, right. You know, many, 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 many years ago, um, and I don't know when I figured it out, the greatest lyric in my opinion, um, was written in 1945, 46, many, many years before we were born, many years. Um, (laughs) And it was by a guy by the name of Johnny Mercer. And I I think a lot of people um, know the song. It's um, you've got to accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative, latch on to the affirmative, and don't mess with Mr. In-Between. And if you could train your brain every day to do that, so you bring road rage. So, you know, so when you're feeling that point where somebody, because nobody intentionally or very few people, I have to give the benefit of the doubt that very, very few people will intentionally, you know, um, you know, who knows why they, it it could be a prostate problem. They got to get to a bathroom. (laughs) It could be anything, you know? Um, And, and so you kind of step back and before you lose it, you say, I've got to accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative, latch onto the affirmative and don't mess with Mr. In between. It has to be a mantra. it. It has to be ingrained. And if you can do that, I did it. I did it um, many, 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 many years ago, um, and 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 it works. And and it really takes a lot because you know we're all born with disease in our body. We're all born with cancer cells, and we're born with this, and we're born with that. The one thing that agitates these cells is stress, and stress is nothing and more negativity. than negativity. Exactly. And that's why you really need to turn everything into a positive. And, uh, and that's why just saying that, you know, another thing is, um, 
is, you know, just waking up in the morning. And, and by the way, I wish Marina was here. She is in another room. So if you wanted me to, to prove my point, we're, we're celebrating this month, 31 years wow. so, uh, of marriage. And so she lives with this every single day. One thing, if she walked in, she would say, he may eat loud. He's not good with directions, you know, he doesn't put the toilet seat down, but he does live his message every single day. And, and, and that's very important. You can't be selective when you want to find happiness in your life. And every morning I wake up and I tell kids to do that. And I tell them in my corporate shows, you roll out of bed, you go to the window like today. It's, it's a very cloudy, gloomy day in Chicago. But to me, I'm wearing my, 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 my shades because it, to me, every day is a, a, a beautiful day. It's a sunny day. And if you wake up, you roll out of bed, and who's ever near you and, today, and you say, today's going to be a beautiful day, you have planted that seed. Well, and not only is it today it's going to be a beautiful day, but every day that you wake up is a new day to start afresh. It's Absolutely. just, a, you know, a catalyst to, to you can make it what you want it to be. Absolutely. It's like Absolutely. creating. It's like taking a piece of clay and molding it. You can mold your day. You can either make it joyful and happy and positive, or you can be cranky and negative And, you know, then it'll have that ripple effect. You can have the positive effect, and that'll ripple. I wow. go for the ripple high. I, wow. I go for happy. But you've got to get to the point in your life where that's not a choice. It's only got to be one way. And that is a happy, beautiful day. In fact, <laughs> I have songs about everything. So this is one of the songs that Eden and I want to do in our show. Every day is a beautiful day. Every day is a beautiful day. From the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep. Every day is a beautiful day. Every flower and every tree and every fish in every sea and every star that shines on me and every miracle makes me believe every day is a day. And it goes on and on. So, you know, I love writing these tunes. Let me applaud you, please. Give me oh, a second to applaud you. Literally, not you got candle, you know? <laughs> well, actually, I do. I have a candle. It's not lit, but I have a candle. <laughs> I'll pretend it's. If I could pretend that there's sunshine every single day on a cloudy, gloomy day, I could pretend. And you there's know? a song like that, too, right? Absolutely. Who was that? The Temptations? There, that's right. Wow, you are good. Do you know, I just saw that um, last week I was in Fort Lauderdale. I went to the New Hard Rock Hotel, which is shaped like a guitar. Mm -hmm. And they have all the old costumes uh, that all these R&B and Motown bands and the Temptations. They were so, so thin. You know, as we get older, we go, were we ever that thin? I guess we were. Yes, we were. But I don't want to divert the conversation. (laughs) (laughs) So when I write these tunes, it gives me, because it's all repetition, 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 practice, practice, And it's easy. They're easy lyrics. They're easy. Easy lyrics. And it's right. And if you live it, you're going to be, you are going to be, you know, when people say, well, what do you, what kind of difference do you see in your life? You know, if you eat healthy, okay, um, and I'm not talking about extreme. I don't eat sugar because sugar is not a, a great food. And it's okay to eat sugar. I don't eat red meat. I eat turkey. I eat fish and things like that. But I choose not to. But the most important thing, you keep a positive mental attitude. You eliminate as much stress because stress, as we just it's mentioned. Toxic. It's, it's toxic. toxic. It's toxic. But you literally feel. And you don't do it well. Tomorrow's Marla's birthday, so I'm going to have a, a sliver of cake, and then Tuesday I'll go back. You can't do it. You've got to be 100%. You're right, 100% in, and we're going to come back after this break and talk more about being 100% in it. And I'm sure I'll have another tune for you. I'm sure you will. <laughs>
your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The White House doctor makes house calls. Listen every week for House Calls with Dr. Connie Mariano. Dr. Connie has served as the White House physician under three U.S. presidents. Now she joins the Voice America Empowerment Channel to help you enrich yourself physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Our guests will include professionals from a variety of fields who will bring you tips that you can apply to your own life. Listen for House Calls with Dr. Connie every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What makes someone successful in their field? On Transformational Energy Leadership, Dr. Matthew Allen Woolsey speaks to amazing guests who share their ideas, advice, tips, and tricks as to what defines success for them. The result is positive transformation for you. You'll learn that personal energy is the key to make it work, and you'll hear through actual examples how to bring that positive transformation to life. Listen live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice. Voice America Empowerment. As we age, there are certain situations which we all must face. Care and treatment don't always measure up to what it's supposed to be, and there are many questions that need to be answered. Tune in to Voices for Elder Care Advocacy with hosts Phyllis Amon and Rubina Chaudhry. Seniors deserve to have a more fulfilling life, and we'll bring you the answers that you need to hear to make it happen. Listen Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call in to the program at one 888 346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello, everyone. Thank you for sticking around. And uh, again, this show is different. It is um, a pre-recorded show. It's National Kindness Day, and I have the Kindness King, Stuart Jacobson, with me. Stuart is a speaker, author, musician, songwriter, and sociologist, as well as character, which I keep adding in there. He is um, doing school talks to children and corporate uh, talks to adults, and he's promoting his book, I, I Like to Be Liked. and. Did I say it right this time? I like, I like to, be to be liked. 12 things to do all of the time to be liked. Perfect. But before we get back to Stuart, we're going to go into charity shout out. And as things are different today, now that we're only going to talk about one charity, we're going to talk about two. I'm going to turn this over to Stuart. And he's going to talk about <clears throat> two charities he supports and why. So, 17 years ago, a friend of mine called me up knowing that I was a speaker and, um, and raised money for charities. And she asked me if I would get involved. She was just diagnosed with lymphoma and that they were doing their big walk in Chicago at Montrose Harbor for about 5,000, 7,500 people. And if I would emcee it prior to the walk, um, I said, absolutely, I'll be more than happy to donate it. And, um, and that was 17 years ago. Two years ago, they honored me as person of the year with, amongst all these, these doctors and everybody. Um, it's all about, it, it's all about uh, celebrating life. And when you know, you're engaging 5,000, 10,000 people in a conversation, you have one microphone, you're walking around prior to the walk, you're finding out everybody's story, when they, you know, when they were diagnosed, some people were diagnosed the week of, and they're there to support the cause, some people have been living with it, some people have lost a mother, a father, a child, um, but we're there to celebrate life, which we should be doing while we're alive as well. Yes. Um, so lymphoma, it's, it's just, it, it's, a, it's a wonderful foundation, as most are. And I just got involved um, 
when I, I do shows, a lot of shows I donate. It's not like I go into these schools and I go, wow, you know, if a school can't afford to have me and to promote my message, the, the, the message is more important than the money. So I donate this show. So I go into any inner city school. I'll go, and I do a lot in Wisconsin, uh, and I don't say, okay, you guys, you can have the show, but you have to pay my hotel or you have to pay. I'll drive anywhere if it's drivable, and you can have the show because just to spread the message, be kind, be positive, and read. So I got involved. A friend of mine um, I saw that who's a, a filmmaker, photographer, uh, was involved with Big Shoulders. I think it's BigShoulders.com. Uh, it's a Catholic charity based out of Chicago, and they financially help inner city schools, Catholic schools, um, so they can have books and they can be financially able to do things. And I said to her, I said, Anna, I said, you know, I'll be more than happy to donate my show. And, and in the last couple of days, schools have been calling me I got involved with Big Shoulders all in the last couple of weeks, and I said to the director of the foundation, I would love to donate my shows. He said, can you write it out, what you're going to do, and everything like that, and every morning I get a, an email, oh, we want your show, and, and these are hardcore financially strapped schools, and it is absolutely donated. They do such a wonderful service for kids because every child should have the same starting point in life. And, um, and people like you and people like me and people like these foundations, um, we provide that. So those are my two charities today. Perfect. So to get in touch with the Lymphoma Research Foundation, it's lymphoma.com. Dot org. Dot org. Lymphoma.org. Yes. And, and Big Shoulders, it is, if you go to Big Shoulders Foundation, it'll kind of direct you to the uh, Big Shoulders Foundation. It'll kind of direct you where to. It's still so new, but I wanted to, I'm so happy that they are calling me, you know, that, you it's know. Spreading the word, spreading the message. I'll go to, every, I'll go to a school a day and, uh, and just to help spread the word and, you know, bring happiness, bring optimism, bring joy, bring hope to, to, to kids. And some of these kids really need the hope because their situations are dire. I mean, they're not only are they living in poverty situations, but sometimes you're only one parent or no parents. You're with right. the grandparents or the aunts, uncles, or even older siblings taking care of you. And you just don't have the same breaks as some, you know, some people with right. other dem- demographics. Right, right, right. So this gives them the helping hand that they might not have without someone like you doing what you're doing. Well, thank you, thank you. And as you're we welcome. talked earlier, I said, if I can reach, if I have an audience of 500 kids and one child walks away and they feel so confident from this and they want to spread that message. because Just to go back to the superhero thing we were talking yes, about kangaroo. with hospice because... Um, so these kids are no longer, so this group of kids that I was doing a show for who have just lost an immediate parent, um, relative, so they're no longer kids. I mean, they've had adversity, and, and we're all born with superhero powers, just like we're born with arms, we're born with legs, we're born with eyes. Those things we naturally learn how to, how to do, okay? We just naturally yes. walk. But superhero powers, we have to learn what they are, and then we have to practice those powers all of the time. That's why superheroes, there's always, well, Superman, when he was a child, whatever his story is, or Batman, whoever it is. Okay, so every superhero has a story why they became, there was some adversity in their life. Which was a catalyst to their becoming their superhero. To become a superhero. So when you, when you present that to kids or adults and you say, listen, kids, you know, you're no longer kids. Bad stuff happens to us, you know, all the time. Okay. We, as adults, we call it adversity. Okay, adversity. And, and the reason I throw out that adult word to them, I want them to feel because they are, they are now, um, in a unique situation, they're going to be able to help others. Okay. And that's what superheroes do. They help others. And when you present it to them that way, 
they're empowered. Okay. And now the grief, which will still be there, which, you know, whatever, but now they feel they have a, a, a power, a purpose. A purpose. a purpose and right. Exactly. And, uh, and that's what it's all about. And so when I leave, after I do my 40 minute presentation in the most severest, profoundest, you know, dark hole that anybody can go through in life, losing a parent when you're between five and 10 years old, now they're feeling like there's a purpose. And the purpose is I can help somebody else that's going through a similar situation. And it doesn't even have to be death. It could be somebody who's born with a deformity or anything else. Whatever. I mean, even if you've gone through a very challenging time in your life, the bottom line is you're able to use this because you can now empathize with what somebody else is going through. If you haven't experienced sadness, darkness, and come through to the light, you know, you, you now can empathize with somebody else who's going through the same thing. And you can reach out your hand and allow, you know, and reach out and help pull them up, whomever they are, and get them to the next level and hopefully start opening up their window so light comes in and their life shifts from being sad or angry or depressed or feeling abandoned to feeling more empowered. Right. Absolutely. Well said. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. And, and, you know, the more we spread this is because these kids don't hear it. And these adults don't hear it. Right. You know, when I do these school shows, you know, it's a, the educators are a whole different breed of, of people now. You know, it's almost like, okay, the Stu show is here. I can go start texting my – he's here to babysit. Well, I'm not. I want my message to be heard by not only the kids – but by the teachers, because you have to work with the kids, work with the kids, be the carrier. And, you know, and it is a strong message. It's a simple message and everyone can relate to it. But they go, oh, I could now text my friends and see what's going on. They think of it as like recess, teacher resets. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So, so I like when, when I don't, and I like when I go in the inner city schools because they, they're, much more appreciative and uh, to it. You know, one of the things as a sociologist and my degrees in sociology, so I call myself and I've been studying, you know, human relationships forever. Uh, Why are some people like more than other people? And that's why I do what I do. But you go into wealthier communities um, and let's bring up Starbucks and you hold the door open for somebody. Mm -hmm. Nobody ever acknowledges Nobody ever looks up. Nobody says says, thank thank you. you. Never, ever, ever says thank you. It's like trying to back your car out of a space. They they don't stop to let you back up and get out of your space. They keep going. You're the one who has to stop. Where driver's ed says you have to stop and let the car back out. Right. It's like, and I think in addition to what you were saying in your message, I think you can't be too polite. And that brings up saying thank you is being polite. It's kind, but it's the opening the door is the kind gesture. Saying thank you is the polite gesture. Exactly, exactly, exactly. You know, two weeks ago, and I like going in my travels for the book, and I like two weeks ago, I was in, um, in Aspen. And Aspen has more billionaires than anywhere else in North America. Not living there permanently, but okay. Right. So I go out of my way to, to go into a Starbucks to prove my experiment, I have more to talk about that, where I hold the door open, nobody ever says. Now, you go into the inner city, okay? They may not have a Starbucks because they don't put Starbucks in. But you right. open the door for anybody in a inner city, and everyone will look at you and say thank you. Now, there's a gratitude there. There's a gratitude. And yes. I, I believe, and now I'm not a religious guy. I'm happy to be who I am and I'm a spiritual person and, but I think that faith plays a big, uh, a big part of, you know, the church, the gospel um, in, in the lower income communities. Now I'm generalizing, um, but I think that has a lot to do with it. But when you go into these wealthier, more ostentatious neighborhoods, you know, it's all about me, 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 me. And not, you know, not all of us. Right. And, and it's, you know, it's, it's all about all of us. And so the moral of the story is be kind, be positive, 
and read. And read. But I'm going to add, and be polite. You cannot have too many good manners, in my right. opinion. Right. I, th- right. I think people need to understand that they're not being taught <clears throat> that in their homes right. as right. much as they used to be. And right. I'm not trying to put anybody down, and I'm not judging. I just believe that kindness and politeness and being polite and having manners go hand in hand. It's just my belief system. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you will have so much fun. It's kind of like being in Las Vegas and and pulling the handle on a slot machine. And and winning. winning. Yes. It's it's like you go, okay, this time I'm going to win this time. And that's a, that's, when you're polite to somebody, who am I going to reach? Who is going to react to me? You know? And if they don't, you move forward. You and move then you're on. both winners. And you're both so, winners. You're I'm both with winners. that, Stuart. I you need know? to wind up the show, but I have enjoyed so much Thank you reconnecting, so much. having you on ah. my show. It has been wonderful, as always, to see you and to exchange with you. And Thank you. I want to... Thank you. I so appreciate it. Wishing you a happy holiday season. You I want to thank you. Appreciate that. You too, and um, when you're in town, you know, because I don't know where you're at, right. we need to, uh, we need to yeah, connect. We need Be to great. connect. You look wonderful. Thank you. You've not aged a day since I've seen you last. You are so sweet. And but thank you for having me. My pleasure. And I want to thank Voice America and everybody there who helps get the show up and out. I want to thank Teresa Scott-Reed, my assistant. She's my right arm, my left arm. Don't know where I'd be without her. So grateful every day for her. And I want to thank you, the audience, for tuning in, for being a part of this show, and for taking time out of your life to listen to myself and today, Stuart. We have amazing people who come and share their stories and share tips, tools, and techniques to help you shift your life, enhance your life, or tweak it, whatever you need. So, Thank you so much for being a part of the show by by tuning in. And if you want to write to me and ask me any questions, send me any comments or any requests, you can reach me at Marla at MGHealer.com. And you can, or you could send an email to GuidedSpiritConversations at gmail.com. And if you want to reach Stuart, I don't want to let this go, Stuart at FrozenLips.com for an email or check out his website at the Stew Show, that's S-T-U-S-H-O-W, opposed to Beef Stew. Um, <laughs> and so, Facebook. And Facebook. Facebook. I love Facebook friends. And all I don't tell you where I'm having lunch today. It's all about my message. And it's, it's, it's a beautiful message. So thank you, everyone. Until next week, I look forward to seeing you. And until then, I send you love. I send you blessings. And I send you gratitude. Take care. 